There can be a variety of reasons why a healthcare provider needs to cancel their malpractice insurance. But did you know there's a right way to make those requests and a wrong way? In today's episode, we're going to be talking about canceling your malpractice insurance. We'll give you three tips on how to cancel your malpractice insurance the right way and how to avoid penalties. Plus, we'll talk about under what circumstances your malpractice carrier may actually need to cancel the insurance on you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform. So be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. All right, let's jump in. It might seem like an easy enough task. If you don't need your malpractice insurance anymore, you simply cancel your coverage. And while that is true to a certain degree, let me help you by providing some general rules for canceling malpractice coverage. Tip number one. Be cognizant of the timing you submit your cancellation request. In our experience, doctors usually don't think about canceling their malpractice insurance until the very last minute. Often they've already stopped working and then they realize they forgot to cancel their coverage. It's important for you to note that while some backdating is allowed, oftentimes malpractice insurance carriers will not permit you to cancel a policy retroactively they will only honor current and future dates. This is especially true in places that have a state fund, like Indiana, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Kansas, etc. In many of these states, you must give advanced notice for all premium-bearing changes, which includes cancellations. This simply means that you can't backdate your cancellation. The carrier will just have to push it out a bit, But don't worry, this doesn't affect your coverage negatively. It just means that you're going to have to pay for your insurance longer than you really need it. Bottom line, when possible, submit your cancellation requests early. You can always void your request if something changes. This will ensure that your coverage ends on the correct date and you're not overpaying for insurance when you no longer need it. Tip number two. If you need to reinstate coverage after your policy has been canceled, make that request as soon as possible. If it hasn't been too long since your policy has canceled, it's usually easy enough to reactivate your malpractice insurance. To make this request, simply contact your agent or carrier and complete the necessary paperwork and then pay the premium to reinstate. The longer you wait, the harder it will be to reinstate, so don't delay. If too much time has passed since your old insurance was canceled, the carrier may not be able to reinstate coverage as of the cancellation date. You may have to start fresh with a brand new policy going forward. Tip number three, be aware of your renewal date when you cancel coverage. While it's true that you can cancel your malpractice coverage at any time, 
If you cancel your insurance in the middle of an active policy period, you may be penalized and have a portion of your refund withheld. Malpractice carriers can either prorate a refund or short rate a refund. A prorated refund is a pure refund of the unearned premium for the remainder of the year. For example, if your policy ran from January 1st to January 1st and you canceled on July 15th, you'd get a full refund of the unearned premium for the remaining 170 days of the policy year. A short-rated refund withholds a percentage of that unearned premium as a penalty for canceling early. Oftentimes, this is anywhere from 5 to 15%. So you'll still get a portion of your money back, but not all of it. For this reason, it's important for you to be aware of your renewal date. It's usually best to make any cancellations on your renewal date to avoid any penalties. But depending on your situation, you may not have a choice. Normally, if it's a cancellation for an unforeseen circumstance, such as death or disability, or if it's some other reason outside of your control, usually you'll get a full prorated refund. But if you're canceling because you just want to switch insurance carriers or you've stopped working, you're likely going to get short rated. Be sure to ask your agent about any potential penalties before you submit a formal cancellation request on your malpractice insurance. Okay, so now we've talked about some general tips on how and when to submit a cancellation request in order to maximize your refund and avoid overpaying. But now let's switch gears and talk about the circumstances in which a malpractice insurance carrier can cancel your insurance on you. The number one reason why your malpractice insurance carrier may cancel your coverage is due to non-payment. Insurance is a simple contract, a promise to cover in exchange for a premium paid. If you fail to pay your premium, your insurance can be canceled. If you're paying on installments and only pay a portion of the premium owed, the insurance carrier can cancel your coverage mid-year. It's incredibly important that you provide a good mailing address so that you're not missing any invoices. And when possible, we always recommend that you set up auto pay. There's nothing worse than missing a payment and then stressing about your coverage being canceled. Usually the insurance carrier and your agent will give you several reminders if you happen to fall behind on payments or if your balance is past due. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to ensure that your malpractice insurance is paid. So are there any other reasons why a carrier may cancel a doctor's malpractice insurance mid-year? In some rare cases, we have seen insurance companies non-renew a doctor's policy mid-year if something has come up that has significantly changed the risk such as a new procedure that you're adamant about doing, but the insurance company doesn't want to cover, or if there's a concern of fraud or anything else. We did have a situation one time where a pain medicine practice was shut down due to fraudulent billing practices. In that particular case, the malpractice carrier non-renewed the coverage mid-year. Now look, this doesn't happen very often, so I don't want you to worry about it too much. But if for some reason you do find yourself in a situation where your malpractice coverage gets canceled midterm, 
Rest assured that the carrier will give you advance notice so that you have time to look around for new insurance coverage. It's usually not an instant cancellation. Sometimes doctors worry that a carrier will just cancel their insurance mid-year because they had a claim. Well, that doesn't usually happen. It usually takes some time and there would have to be a trend of frequency or severity that caused the underwriter enough concern to cancel. And even then, they usually don't cancel coverage in the middle of a policy year. Instead, they'll wait for renewal and then simply not offer renewal terms. The doctor will have to find other insurance at that time. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us today via phone, email, or chat. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. I hope you found this one helpful. If so, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? And be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.